You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall Podcast, broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall Studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. The building is over 336,000 square feet and is full of over 650 classics for sale and 300 barn finds on display. Check out all the inventory on the website, ClassicAutomall.com. If you have any questions for our host or guest, email us at podcast at ClassicAutomall.com. Now on to the show with our host, the president of Classic Auto Mall, Stuart Howden. Good morning uh, to all listeners, and good morning, Steve and Ethan. Good morning. We have a show that a uh, very special guest today. Yeah. Our co-host, not really a guest, just, <laughs> just hanging out. Couple just of, hanging out. A couple of car guys hanging out. Just That's hanging gonna, out, doing our car thing. Right. That's how I'm going to promote it. And uh, thanks to our friends uh, from the Pat Travers Band. I wonder if anybody saw them in Sellersburg the other night. So, yeah, Sellersville. I don't. Sellersville, Bergton. I don't know if anybody. Heard, if anybody went to the show, give us a report and tell us how they did. I'm sure they were awesome. They uh, they put on a great show. And I'll have uh, to check and see if there's video. You know how people take video and then put it up on YouTube? Oh, yeah. I watch YouTube videos of concerts right. all the time. I watched uh, Dan Rather's interview with the band Kansas last night. Oh, right. And uh, that's, they, those guys were talented, man. They were. Oh, yeah. They, dust was, in the wind. Dust in the wind is maybe, you know, one of the greatest soft rock songs ever written. I mean, it's just really haunting and amazing. But the guys that are in it, one guy's got a patch and, and Dan rather asked him, what's the most traumatic thing that ever happened to you? He said, well, when I lost my eye. <laughs> well, I guess that would count. Dan rather. Dan, crack, crack what record. question did I not ask you that I should have asked you? No, he, I tell you what, he's, he's tragically hip for an old guy. You know, he knows a lot of rock stuff and I'm sure it's because he does the research and all that and has a team, uh, that researches it. But, uh, but anyway, if you, if you saw Pat Drivers in uh, Sellersville um, last weekend, last Sunday yeah. or two weeks ago or whenever the hell it is, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of music, though, did you hear the news uh, last night and this morning? Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters passed away, 50 years old. There's no, uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of morbid to think this, mm-hmm. but I, there's no indication of why how he died. No, no. Um, and so... Yeah, what a shame. 50 years old. I mean, yeah. so young, you know. And, and you know what? It wasn't that long ago that 50 was probably a normal age to die. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. That was old age. Yeah, that was old age. Yeah, I mean, was old age. You know, 100, I mean, 200 years ago. Whatever. People were 60-something years old mm-hmm. in nursing homes. And, and yeah. you know, now we've got people in their 80s still running businesses. I mean, well, how old is Warren Buffett now? Yeah, right. <laughs> For goodness gracious, he's old. <laughs> yep. So I'm not sure why, but there was yeah. a, lot, a lot of outpouring uh, this morning. Yeah, I saw that. And what a great band. And, you know, yeah. Dave Grohl and what? What a career he's had. Of course, he's lost two great friends. That's true. Uh, Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. Yeah, I don't know. Are we a car show? <laughs> well, music and rock cars. Yes. Yeah, was it sex, drugs, rock and roll, That's and right. cars? That's right. <laughs> they never said the cars part. And if you need the the other thing, then it's down the hall. <laughs> but anyway, um, right. if uh, we got some great cars in this week, um, I don't. Did you see the barn find El Camino? The '64. Is it's not blue. It's red. It's oh, that no, burgundy maroon. No, uh, barn find it's right here behind us in okay. the truck room so I'll go check it out and I'll just wait yeah, <laughs> no. yeah we get here late sometimes so. 
<laughs> just enough time to set up. 20. Well, it's been here longer than just yesterday. So. Say hello to TikTok Live. We have uh, TikTok Live. Good morning to you all. Two viewers, three viewers. Three now. viewers. So we're there just, we have it. We're just going to let it roll and see what happens. See what happens. We're going to run a whole hour on TikTok, whatever that is. I don't yep. even know what TikTok is. Oh, it's, it's popping. How many, what did we have? Uh, what was our report on our, our number one v- video that we ran on TikTok? Yeah. Many, so this is interesting. The, uh, the Gremlin video with Alyssa. Is uh, has one hundred and six thousand views and keeps going four thousand seven hundred ninety three likes. But here's the thing: five hundred and four hours of watching time. Goodness so gracious! So if you put everybody end to end, <laughs> right? It's five hundred. That's over a month. It's sitting watching the watching same video. The same over, video. Not that they are, but it's no. But it's it's interesting uh, fodder, <laughs> aggregate or cumulative. <laughs> yeah, uh, five hundred and four hours. And what's the uh, tipping point on TikTok? Like, where do we get to the next level? You know, how do you how do you keep going to level? Do they once you get to a certain amount of views and stuff, you get like rewarded, Ethan? Oh, yeah. One, once we hit ten thousand, that's our next tier. Ten thousand ah. followers is our next tier, and we're we're just around uh, Three, what is it, thirty seven hundred right now? Yeah. So there you go. So we're on our way in in a short period of time. How, how long has TikTok been around? Well, a couple of years. Right? First of all, everything we do is organic. I think people should know that we don't pay, we don't run ads on TikTok. We don't really. There's no monetization at all. Why do you keep giving me a bill for that? <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. It's all organic, so the growth is is just car guys, yeah, car people, car it's people, just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, mostly guys. And the what was it, Ethan? Ninety two percent male. More, you, I mean ninety ninety five percent. It tells you what they, they somehow they know they know how do it whether know. you're male or female <laughs> tuning into TikTok. How would they? Well, because you got to sign up, right? You got to sign up, but there's no gender question, just, right? And it's they anymore. So well, they, do they count they? So he, she, and they? I think they're looking at what you're looking at <laughs> and determining whether you're male or female. Really? Yeah. Well, isn't that a little bit? Of, it's all uh, Big Brother stuff. I am. That's scary. Maybe we need to get off this talk talk <laughs> or TikTok or well, whatever. Well, it's it's free advertising. Basically, and we're putting a lot of uh, car features on there. I didn't mean to get into this rant because we're talking about new cars, but, no, but uh, we put on the Mitsubishi 3000 GT, which we just sold. Oh, it sold. It sold. Yeah. Oh, no luck. Uh, and the Camaro, uh, like we saw an old school Camaro back there, and Ethan says, "Oh, it looks like a Transformer. Why don't you? Why don't we shoot that and feature it?" Right. I'm like, "Transformer? I don't know what. You know, that's some movie or something." But it's a yellow and black. Way to be hip, Steve. Yeah, you know, yellow and black Camaro. And uh, but it's got the traction bars and the cow hood. It's the old, old old school, a little jacked up in the back. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Raked the one the rednecks all drove back when well, I was you in and high I, school, and that right. would have been us. So it, it's perfect, and it's uh, it's done really well. Almost twenty thousand views already on TikTok. So anyway, wow. that's that's the media report. And uh, if you yeah. if, even if you've not explored TikTok and you've heard about it, you should get on it. It's very entertaining. Yeah, it's well, not. Uh, we found that it's more than just for kids. I mean, I guess at first we all thought that it was just. A kids thing, right. you know. Of course, that was the way YouTube started. It mm-hmm. was a kids thing or MySpace. Yeah, really. for sure. MySpace. Yeah. I still have a no. I don't. <laughs> well, maybe I do. I, I don't, don't even know. know how to get there. I wouldn't know how to get there. MySpace.com. I wonder if it's still around. Probably. Who knows? But you know, these these social media platforms are really interesting. Of course, the problem with them mm-hmm. and that we're finding is they change the algorithm and they change everything. Like the, you said this morning, you logged on to TikTok and it was completely different. So yeah, the way they track followers versus um, likes are, are separated now it's just every day is a new adventure but you know it's hit or miss on the algorithm there's no real way to to i mean we try to target things right. uh, and some things hit and some things don't but well and it doesn't cost us any except time that's right um and speaking of time we had running out of time this week i tell you what we so busy on thursday and friday uh, we 
funded and closed 16 deals. Wow. So I got to give out to my, a shout out to my wife mm-hmm. and uh, the girls that work with her they, to, to get all that paperwork done and do all the titles and everything and get it right. And man, it's it's a lot of work. So Kathy, great job. And uh, you don't get a raise, but I give you a shout out. So. <laughs> that is a it's a big thing that behind the scenes, sort of the mm-hmm. business end of this uh, business that people yeah. don't see. There's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of things that go on. There's a lot of time that goes on. We get behind sometimes. Uh, you know, we'll take in 30 cars in a week on consignment, and, you know, it's hard to keep up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could hire more people, but then you've got the problem that you run into where most of the time they're going to be doing nothing and waiting for those peak times that happen maybe three or four times a year. So we trudge mm-hmm. through it and get through it. But some of the new consignments, uh, the El Camino that we got, the barn find, um, really a interesting. 64 El Camino, you just don't see many of those. Oh, right, the older you know, square. It's the old square body yeah. style. And then uh, we got an 05 uh, Celine S281. You, you had a black one. Mm-hmm. A little while, and it sold almost, yeah, yeah. like in weeks. Yeah, uh, and they are special. I really, I love the tail end of those. Yeah, uh, me too. Amazing cars. Yeah, this is number uh, number eight fifty three, mm-hmm. and it's one of two hundred thirty one of the S two eighty one coupes that were built wow. uh, with a four hundred horsepower, four point six, and a Tremec five speed. Nice. And uh, yeah, well, you needed that extra speed, man. Back in the day, when a, you had a manual transmission car back in the seventies, you ached for that fifth gear. Right, man, right. Oh yeah. You get up to about seventy, and the thing. Ah, yeah. <laughs> we were dreaming of, I mean, yeah, some, of these, some of them are three speeds. Three then. speeds <clears throat> or two speed power glides, yeah. which became, you know, you know they, they're better transmissions and they kind of get a, a bad uh, rub mm-hmm. on them, if you will. But, uh, but yeah, the Celine is a really amazing car. And then uh, we got an amazing 83 C10 pickup in. It's the paint job on it is beautiful. It's a green and, and white. Uh, it's got a 383, 500 horse stroker, a built turbo hydromatic 350, uh, trans. Transmission, ground up restoration. I mean, it's the box truck that's that's popular right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that they have really come on strong. C10s are super hot, yeah. and uh, and even long beds you can sell. Which you used to be able a long bed used to be very difficult to sell mm-hmm. because just, people just didn't want them. They wanted the short bed sports car pickup truck. Yeah, but we we mentioned a, a black one, a new yeah. one, a new arrival last yeah. week. We that had out, a long bed. Had, and went out and looked at it and had a long bed, but it is sharp and just the stance on it. It's so well done. Mm-hmm. And what happens is is that you know if you're going to restore a truck and you want that era of truck a short bed might be very difficult to find right and you might look and look and look and finally say well what's the next best option mm-hmm. it's like a four-door hardtop versus a four-door sedan you know or a two-door hardtop versus a two-door sedan a lot of these guys that'll customize the 55 chevys for example they'll take a two-door post car uh because a two-door hardtop is more valuable and right. you know kind of something that that people would uh, be a little mad at you if you you in their mind ruined it because you you customize it and listen hey it's your car do what you please but yep. if you have an all matching numbers car original low mileage find something else to you know customize if you can yeah. and it doesn't make sense i agree uh, we got a wonderful original unrestored 67 GTO in uh, Coupe. It's got the Pontiac Historical Society PHS documents that come with it, which tells you what well, we've talked about this. It tells you what the car was born with mm-hmm. and options that it came with. doesn't mean that that's what's on it or in it uh, but it's uh, at the current time, but it's what it was born with. And it's got its original 400 cubic inch uh, WT-coded uh, V8 Muncie M20 uh, four-speed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then another 1967 
car that we got in, the Camaro pace car convertible. And it's got – it's the white one. Oh, uh, which, what color that? stripes? It's uh, bl- white and blue. The blue one. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, it's uh, numbers matching L48350. It's got the RSSS packages, uh, flawless underneath, another Muncie M20. Supposedly one of 350 built. I don't know if that's uh, verified or not. But, uh, but you know, those pace cars are really interesting. And they call them replicas, which is kind of a misnomer because mm-hmm. it wasn't the one that was actually at the race. Yeah, we get that. That was pacing the field. But it was built as a tribute to that and all the dealers. And they only got so many of them. And so there is value there. It does create value there. And, you know, that's what we you know we always look at that is, you know, what, what creates value in these cars? Is it celebrity ownership? Mm-hmm. Is it known history from new? Is it numbers matching, verified, documented by an expert? Yeah, it's all those. You know, it's it's anything that you can add to the story. There are people who uh, collect pace cars, I think. Sure. I and mean, that's a really – that's a niche market and, uh, you know, they're super cool. I just love that whole aspect. And some of them even have the lights on them if you have to get, get like a festival car. Absolutely. Like or the flags, the little poles oh, yeah, in the right. back of the flags like they did on the 442 Oldsmobiles, yep. which were very popular as pace cars back in the day. Uh, that it was kind of, you know, the the – marketing for Oldsmobile was huge with that. I mean, mm-hmm. the amount of exposure they got on the Indy 500, I mean, pretty amazing. And, and especially back in the day, I mean, the Indy 500 is still, you know, watched, uh, you know, as heavily as, as any other race. Right. But I don't imagine it has the same viewership that it had back in the late 70s, early 80s. I would imagine that it's got to be a little bit less. Uh, it's a different world. Yeah. I mean, that's why Harry Hurst calls it the glory days of, of racing. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's a different time. Absolutely. You know, and uh, – you know, we all have fond memories of the past, and a lot of people will say that, you know, IndyCar is, you know, it's different now. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's not the same as it was before, but it's all relative. You know, technology changes. Everything changes. Nothing can stay the same. That's right. As Andy Rooney said on 60 Minutes not too long ago, well, not too long ago, before he died, <laughs> uh, could we have a whole year with nothing new and improved? You know, why does there need to be new and improved Tide soap? You know, it just the old one was just fine. <laughs> so, good old Andy Rooney. Good old Andy Rooney. When we return, we'll uh, continue our conversation with our co-host, Steve Safir and uh, Ethan Safir, and uh, we'll be back in a minute. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144 page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre and post war era cars of distinction, including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans, too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783, or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast, coming to you live from the studios in Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Morgantown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> the home of the Hollywood Morgantown Casino and Classic Auto Mall and Morgan Trucks. And we got a Walmart. So we're <laughs> Once known for a furniture outlet. Yeah. yeah we, we used to be a furniture outlet mall. <clears throat> Everybody knows it. Yeah. A mom's mall. They manufacture's outlet mall uh, built by Kemmons Wilson, the founder of Holiday Inn in 1985. <laughs> and uh, he built the Holiday Inn, which uh, uh, is in part of our portfolio now as well, too. Uh, plus, we have the 12 acres across the street, the old turnpike exit. That's, right. We have a... 99-year lease, so I'm not going to see the end of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, uh, yeah, so what to do with it? Who knows? Right. I mean, you know, with the new casino here, we're just kind of hurry up and waiting to see mm-hmm. what's going to happen next. You know, new development is hard to predict what will happen. Is a casino going to make a difference? I mean, Grantville, which is down near um, Hershey in that area, uh, has a casino, mm-hmm. and it looks pretty much the same as it did <laughs> 20 years ago before the casino. So yeah. who knows? Yeah, it could be a boon or a bust. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a bust as much, but I'm just not sure that it's going to drive a whole lot of new people here. You know, I don't think the uh, people are always worried about, you know, casinos and what it's going to draw, but I don't think the, the mob is looking for right. <laughs> Morgantown <laughs> as their new uh, headquarters. Uh, but anyway, um, the four on the floor this week, uh, if you're not familiar with it, our four on the floor trivia contest is uh, we give four clues. And we're looking for a specific uh, stock number, year, make, and model car that's in our inventory. And uh, if you know the answer, you can email us at podcast at classicautomall.com and uh, give us your answer. And don't be afraid. You know, there's no – you could get it – it's okay if you get it wrong. You know, we're not going to make fun of you. Well, we might, but we (laughs) – I I think to make the game a little bit easier, I'm going to start listing things – recent – uh, consignments, right. as opposed to going too far back, too to deep the into the uh, the catalog, if you will, because some of them are sold, or you know, um, sure, and anyway. uh, yeah, I mean, they can be sold, and and even the newer stuff can be that's sold. True. So, that is I mean, true. there's no question about that. Well, that's that's kind of why we're here. But <laughs> but when you open up your page, yes, you go to classicautomall.com, hit inventory. They're basically in order of listing. Right? Yeah, so the newest to the oldest. I mean, you can change the order of it. You can yeah. change it by price, or you can change it by oldest to newest. Or, or make model. Newest to non- or you can search by maker model, or you can search by anything. In the search bar on the left-hand side, it's almost like our back-end software. You can type in just about mm-hmm. anything, and if it's there, uh, it'll pop up. And it may be a lot of things. I mean, And if you type in, let's say you type in Camaro. And you say, well, why is a Mustang pulling up, hmm. popping up? Well, in the description of the Mustang, it may maybe uh, the Mustang was built as a Camaro beater. Oh. And so Camaro is in the uh, verbiage. Oh, okay. And it's very smart. It knows how to find that stuff. How do it know? Artificial intelligence. Artificial AI. So right. anyway, so our four on the floor, our trivia contest, You, if you know the answer, podcast at classicautomall.com. And I'm going to give you four clues, and then you're going to tell us what stock number you're making model of the car is. And uh, we'll send you a hat if you send us your address. I had somebody win a couple of weeks ago. I forgot about this, and they never sent me their address. Okay, so, got to send the address. Got to send the address so we can send you the hat because it's a fancy hat. It's no, they're nice know, hats. They're nice hats. We don't we don't mess around here. So, all right, the four clues are: clue number one, amongst that's a hard word to say. Mm-hmm. Jay Leno's first cars. Number two, name derived from speed. 
clue number three. After its win in 1954, NASCAR banned foreign cars from entering the Grand National Series. I didn't even know they had foreign cars in right. the Grand National Series. They did. And it has an inline six-cylinder. You have six all capitalized. I don't know if that's – I'm supposed to emphasize the wrong syllable or <laughs> you just got fat fingered. And I'm blanking out again because I don't remember what car that was. Luckily, I put the stock number down. Yeah, so we uh, – yeah, so those of us who can – we can pretend like we're smarter than everybody else, right? right. So anyway, uh, the four clues. Amongst Jay Leno's first cars named derived from speed, after its win in 1904, NASCAR banned foreign cars from entering the Grand National Series – Inline six cylinder. If you know the answer, podcast at classicautomall.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, don't forget, as we like to promote our friends from the Cobra Experience out in Martinez, California. Um, if you go to cobraexperience.org, you can register to win a Shelby GT500. And if you put in the code CAM11, CAM11, you'll get 25% more tickets. So go to cobraexperience.org, type in CAM11, you'll get more tickets and get a chance to win that amazing red 67 GT500. So, um, you know, it's um, it's great that they do these things for charity and you get the opportunity to to win these cars. And, and, uh, and you know, a lot of people would never, ever get to own a 67 Shelby GT500. More people wouldn't than or can't mm-hmm. than can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's nice that you get the opportunity. And I love that these companies are doing that and doing the giveaways of a, a Mustang and a, or, a you know, a new Z06 Corvette. or And you don't have to pay $3.3 million like Rick Hendrick did to get right. the new Z06 Corvette. There's so. a, there's a million. I mean, this is. I, I love this Cobra, uh, right. the Shelby. It's amazing. There's a million uh, things now of raffling off cars, basically. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's all over the place, and it's hard not to enter everything. Right. <laughs> I mean, the odds are usually pretty good because it's more – it's like you – it's a niche market. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if if some different company that does business that sells hot rod parts, that's not a – you know, it's nationally known, but it's not known by everyone. Right. You know, you could, the, the regular right. Joe on the street wouldn't know who Summit Racing is or who – uh, the Cobra experience is. So, you know, there's not that many people. But, you know, if you're smart, you buy a few extra tickets and then you. <laughs> exactly. And don't forget CAM11. CAM11. Is the code. That's at the Cobra, code. CobraExperience.org. The Cobra Experience. So, uh, but, you know, uh, good for them. And it's all going for a charity. And that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we had a pretty amazing. We didn't get the cars sold uh, last week. So right. now we have two weeks of cars. And we sold 45 cars in the last two weeks. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Forty-five cars in the last two weeks. Yeah, isn't that amazing? It's just—it's amazing if you want to sell a car. This is the place to do it. Yeah, I mean, even if it weren't mine, I would have to say, man, that's the place to go to sell the car because there's a lot of advantages to what we do. There's, listen, there are advantages to other ways to sell your car. I'm not saying it's the only way in the world to sell your car. Uh, We had Dave Majors on our Mm -hmm. show last week, and Meekum has a wonderful program to sell your car, but Mm -hmm. it's not for everybody. Uh, And our our deal is not for everybody. I mean, not every. Everybody wants to leave their car here for 90 or 120 days or however long it takes to sell it. And I get that. So what uh, what what you have to make the decision is, is what's best for you and what's best for your situation and what are you most comfortable with? And, you know, to sell 45 cars in two weeks, I mean, you know. Our dream was always to do one a day for wow. a year. If we did 365 cars in a year, we'd just die and go to heaven. It's amazing. 
And we sold 45 cars in two weeks. So where did we sell the cars, you ask? Did you ask that? Where to? (laughs) How about Shalimar, Florida, St. Louis, Missouri, Exton, Pennsylvania, Jonestown, Pennsylvania, Mechanicsville, Virginia, Coatesville, Pennsylvania, Bridgeton, New Jersey, Unionville, Tennessee, Jenkintown, Pennsylvania, Horsham, Pennsylvania, Novelty, Ohio, Portage, Pennsylvania, Smyrna, Delaware, La Plata, Maryland, Montevello, Alabama, Rio Verde, Arizona, Franklin Lakes, New Jersey, Reading, Pennsylvania, Baldwinsville, New York, Pottstown, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, North Carolina, East Aurora, New York, Jarrettsville, Maryland, Essex, Maryland, Middletown, Pennsylvania, Sarasota, Florida, St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada, Moton, Pennsylvania, I'm sure I butchered that, Perry, Ohio, Motuka, New Zealand, Blair, Nebraska, York, Pennsylvania, Arvada, Colorado, New York, New York, Pace, Florida, Naxar, Malta, Whiting, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Lake Alfred, Florida, Federalsburg, Maryland, Franklin Park, Illinois, Zephyr Hills, Florida, Hamburg, Pennsylvania, Montgomery, Texas. Unbelievable. I can't help thinking that these cars will end up at a car show somewhere in Midland, Texas. Right. Somebody says, wait, where did you get that? Yeah. They're going to say classic automobile. Classic automobile. I mean, what? It, it's just like a spreading out the love. Yeah, it really is. It's a, it's it's marketing to sell a car. I mean, that's that's funny to say, but it, it, it's, it does, you know, it helps our marketing position when we sell cars all over the world because now the neighbor or the friend says, hey, where'd you get that cool mm-hmm. car? And the guy says, oh, I got it from classic automobile. Right. Well, where are they? Well, they're in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Morgantown, where what? Are they? Where the heck is that <laughs> well you know the the mistake that we always worry about is morgantown west, west virginia. virginia and we've had a trucker call and say i'm here and i cannot find you yeah. and he was in morgantown west virginia and it's you know it just happened so be careful put in the correct zip code make sure that you know where you're going if you end up in morgantown west virginia <laughs> what is it like three hours from here three hours that's yeah. only three yeah, hours it's not too bad it's head north it'd be, it'd be a nice drive <laughs> it's, it is nice cur- it, nice curvy roads and you're in a six car enclosed uh you know semi tractor trailer you know. Is that where the Shenandoah Mountains are? Hey, something like that, I think it is. It's not. It's like the tail of the dragon you take to drive a semi down through that, right. which uh, is in my old stomping grounds, East Tennessee, yep. uh, Western North Carolina. And the tail of the dragon, if you've never heard of it, is really a cool place. It's got 137 curves and 11 miles or something. It's just an amazing road. And, and uh, just the hardware you see there when you go there. I mean, even manufacturers taking prototypes down Oh, really? There. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I know the Philly Mini Club goes there, yeah. uh, not as a group, but as an individual go down there and sure. run that thing. Well, and, you know, autocrosses and tours and different things that they do, hill climbs that they have. Hill climbs are popular around here yep. for whatever reason. Historic. There's one in Redding. Yep. Uh, at the at Pagoda. Downtown, Redding. Yeah, uh, there was one in Hershey. They're no longer. Hershey. I mean, they were doing that when they were having the Hershey Concord de Elegance at mm-hmm. the Hershey Hotel, but they've since stopped doing that. They talked about bringing it back, but we, we haven't heard any news on that. So if anybody knows anything on that, again, podcast at Classic Auto mall.com you can reach us it's kind of like a mini pike's peak yeah it's our, it's our version of pike's peak it's, <laughs> yeah. it's old school racing too there's some great it's vintage fast footage. at the top yeah yep i was going to race my i had a bmw and i was going to race it there and the guy go how fast are they going up top because oh so i'm over hitting 150 yeah. I'm like what over a ledge over a ledge with, right. a, with a, <laughs> a stone wall on yeah. either side of you nice hay bales uh, yeah so so we're we're recording this on the 26th of march is that the correct day right. i think it is and uh uh, last weekend was an uh, interesting start to the Formula One season. Uh, Ferrari won two. Did they? Yeah. Uh, Red Bull, no points. Steve's a, Steve's a car guy, but n- not a Formula One. <laughs> no, we're uh, going to work on you on yeah. that. Uh, I'm a con- convert. Yeah. So Max Verstappen, the reigning champion from last year, and a little controversial end of the season win. Um, but it's all official, and they count it, and so we move on. But. 
came out and did not finish. Not, neither did uh, Sergio Perez, his teammate uh, for Red Bull. Uh, Mercedes uh, did okay. I think they came in third and fifth, I think. And then, but Ferrari won too. <laughs> and Ferrari, you know, the storied history of Formula One and Ferrari. I mean, they are the one of the winningest teams in, in Formula One history. And so it's good to see them back on top. I mean, I'm a big Lewis Hamilton fan because I love Mercedes and and uh, and it's always been one of my mm-hmm. my favorite marks. Uh, but uh, Mercedes is having a problem with porpoising. Porp- porpoising? <laughs> porpoising. It's on poipus. Uh, they are – the cars are kind of – bouncing up and down more than they're supposed to be doing and they, they keep losing grip and traction as in the they F1. bounce in the F1 not, yeah. not daily drivers <laughs> I was, for a minute I'm like I don't remember that recall sorry so that reminds me in the racing me, in the racing I yes uh, they're porpoising down the road oh interesting so, yeah so they're having trouble because as you lift off that suspension you lose your traction yeah and, uh, and those cars are dialed in to the nth degree. I mean, these are the most technologically advanced machines probably on the planet. It's almost wrong to call them cars. Yeah, they're they're, really just in a world of their own. They really are. But, you know, but there's some things that I would like to see that they even have less restriction on, Mm -hmm. like the, you know, like the Can-Am of the good Mm -hmm. old days when they had twin turbocharged, 1,500 horsepower monsters that would... Whatever you could throw in. Whatever you could throw in, whatever it fit. Uh, And so, you know, it's, it's... it's interesting to see it because the technology trickles down to the to the you know the daily driver stuff. But the problem is is that it's kind of like beer. You know, you remember go to a store and they had you know all the different brands, and then they had the generic brand. It's in a white can and just said beer. Right. I think some people were just like car. Yeah, you know, I just want a car. It doesn't have to have this. It doesn't have to have that. I mean, I just read the other day that some of the new cars that they're selling with they the chips that they couldn't find that the cars were sitting right. on the lots, they're selling them without the chips. Uh, right, right. And so if maybe the heated seats don't work or the right. you know the heated cup holder, and they're not adjusting the price at this point, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Right. Are they going to replace the chip? I mean, I guess you get the chip when it, when right. it comes in. For, but, for uh, a price. For, <laughs> oh, did we owe you that chip? I'm so sorry. <laughs> we didn't remember that. But uh, I had a good uh, uh, deal with the, uh, the Porsche dealer that I bought my Porsche from, and there was a few things that were wrong with the right. car, and I delivered it. And they sent me a check yesterday. Is that and, right? Yeah. And oh. it was the right thing to do, and it was awesome. So when we come back, more car stuff, and uh, we'll talk to Steve about some how-to segments of how to do things here at Classic Automall. Talk to you in a minute. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr drive through time with peace of mind jc taylor you're listening to america's web radio on the america's broadcast network.com thank you for listening back at it at the classic auto mall podcast on a lovely saturday morning in uh, march uh march the 26th is the day we're 
we're recording this and it'll air on April the second or somewhere in that area. So uh, we at some point in time we'll go back to lab live, although we record it live, right? We don't stop. We don't fix the mistakes. I mean, I'm you know I have a tendency not to make any mistakes. They used to call it live to tape, <laughs> live to tape, but we don't have tape. But we, <laughs> we have what digital. We? We, we have, have digital. Di- we have some kind of way that it rec- holds the information right. somewhere into in a box, and then later we can retrieve it when necessary. Right? We can we can alter your voice. We can alter <laughs> your face. There's, there's no limit like, to what yeah, we can do. Well, let's let's keep it. Speaking of, you know, we were talking about Ferrari a minute ago. You know, they're building an SUV now. Of course, duh. I saw that. Lamborghini's yeah. got one. Yep. The Ursus. Ur- and, Ursus, uh, yeah. yeah. And then Rolls, 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 Rolls Royce has the Cullinan. Cullinan. Which are like six hundred grand now and Bentayga, Bent- Bentley yeah, Bentayga. The, yeah, I could drive. I drove one of those. Did one you? Time. Yeah, it, wow. it was pretty cool. It was. It's, yeah, it's it's. Does it feel like a three hundred and fifty thousand dollars? I don't know. I think when you get to that level, it's it's all just kind of. It feels really nice. You yeah. know, uh, my buddy uh, over in the center of the state had one of those. He has uh, Bentley Mulsans. He mm-hmm. buys those, the big four doors, and yeah. man, that's one. That's a dynamite car. I mean, <laughs> you know, and the thing that's great about the Bentley Mulsan is that when you pull up, not everybody really knows what it is you know a lot of people might get it completely wrong and uh so anyway we have an older bentley in stock we do and it's reasonably priced i don't know what the maintenance is on those shirts sure. or anything but it, but I mean, we're talking to ethan that'd be a good daily driver for you there you, you go know, and make you look like you're part of you know Something. this thing that we got going on here so uh, amazing yeah the bentleys are you know the, just remember though the 500 or the five thousand dollar bentley <laughs> when you go to repair it is still the two hundred fifty thousand dollar bentley that's right know? the most expensive car are the cheapest cars. <laughs> right, that's exactly. what they say. So, and I think the oil changes on those things are like, oh my God. It's like 20 quarts of oil. Yeah. Well, remember uh, in the day when the 928 Porsche came out that mm-hmm. uh, to change the spark plugs, you had to pull the engine. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Mr. Head Engineer. I've got a buddy restoring one. Uh, he's, he's online, Guys with Rides, right. uh, Rudy, and uh, he is banging his head Oh, <laughs> I can only imagine. And I tell you what's coming into favor with the, uh, the Porsche crowd is the 960 which yeah. I always liked the 968. It I'm was with you. Better version of the 944. It had a cool look to it. One on Bring a Trailer just brought 160 something thousand dollars of Loma. I know. It's I like, mean, they used to be 20. <laughs> they're great. I, I'm a big 968 fan because, oh, again, they're yeah. odd. They're yeah. weird. Uh, you, you're going to have the Porsche Club on at some mm-hmm. point, and mm-hmm. uh, they have some fine examples in their club that they show at Radnor and other places. They're so. coming here April the 16th oh, uh, awesome. to have their meeting, and we're going to have the president, uh, Jeff uh, Walton. Walton, on the uh, show. And we're going to talk about he's with the reason reason toter reason toter giant killer which means giant killer well of course then what a great name that yep. is and i'm a new member of the porsche Club of America, <laughs> and i got my first newsletter and it says hey we'll be coming to classic automobile and i'm like wait a minute i didn't even know they were coming i'm <laughs> that's awesome i'm i'm tragically out of the loop sometimes of things that are going on here just because i got a lot going on you know it's not like nothing it's a know? great club they do a wonderful uh fill a frunk they used to call right. it fill a trunk uh, right. event where they where they kind of caravan from King of Prussia down to the stadium area of Philadelphia, and, you know. So you see 100 Porsches. Oh, it's nice. awesome, full of food, and they get right. away. And uh, it's a great, great club. My buddy Bill Rothery and I were at Amelia Island a couple of years ago, and they had the Porsche Fest or whatever going on. And we were, you know, when you're you're visiting a town or you're just with a buddy, and you something goofy like you see a barn, and then you go, "There's a barn," and there's another barn. Hey, let's count how many barns we see. Well, the same with 911s. We're like, "There's a 911." Well, there's another 911. Hey, we got to count the whole weekend. We're so about halfway through the weekend, we realized. Why are we seeing so many 911? Well, had a 911 meet there. Oh, <laughs> so right. we're thinking it was just, you just know, Amelia Island. dumb luck in Amelia Island. Right. There's so many. 
Porsche. The Porsche Club is is one of those clubs where you have to have a, a VIN, right? You have to have a Porsche to be in the club. So I'm sort of a, I'm I'm observing, right? yeah, an outlier. Do I need to buy you a Porsche? So <laughs> we can yes. make that happen. I want you guys to be connected here. I want you to feel like you're part of the team. You know? Yeah, but I'm probably not. we talked about that. There's so many clubs that we between the two of us we could join. Sure, I'd be broke just joining clubs. So I'm a member. I'm just was trying to think. I'm mm-hmm. the member of the SCCA. Mm-hmm. I'm a member of the Porsche Club, the Mercedes Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Classic Car Club of America, the Antique Automobile Club of America. Wow. By the way, Antique Automobile Club of America, if you buy a car from Classic Automobile, we give you an, a complimentary one-year membership to the AACA. Very cool. You get a magazine. You get invited to the events. Uh, it's just a lot of cool stuff. And, you know, a lot of people have forgotten about the Antique Automobile Club of America. And it's an important part of the historical side of the hobby that we're in mm-hmm. and the, what we do. And it's important that people stay connected like that. And it's a perfect way to, to connect with fellow gearheads. Talk about Model A's or whatever it is you, you, you're into. Um, yep. And they're starting to um, be a little more flexible on what they're doing as far as years and makes and right. models and all that. So, you know, they're they're changing with the times, mm-hmm. as a lot of these clubs are having to do. Uh, but uh, but but if you get a chance, check out the AACA. So we're members of that. We're members huh. of, I don't know, probably eight or ten clubs that we're <laughs> members of, that things that, you know, uh-huh. we get the magazine, right. we, you know. and But – it, it's nice because if you're looking for a part or if you're looking for something that you need that's hard to find for or sure. unobtainium stuff, yep. uh, it's always nice when you have uh, a club member to, to fall back on. But, you know, it's funny. We, we're involved with a lot of these clubs also with Classic Automall because we invite them to come out here and have their meetings like the Porsche Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can have their little cruise-ins. I say little, large cruise-ins mm-hmm. as well, too. Uh, we have a 40-acre parking lot, so we got plenty of room for them to come and park their cars and, and come see Classic automobile and Saturday mornings tend to be you know very popular with that and we right. have a break room that uh, you can have your your meeting and elect your officers or whatever it is you do with your meeting and uh, it's perfect. And, and it's all complimentary it's so, perfect you know you come out here and, and enjoy uh, hmm. uh, our facility and uh, you know you killed two birds with one stone or three birds or however many birds you're trying to kill <laughs> I don't know uh, if I didn't talk about it I saw uh, Nicola Bogari's place you did uh, and and what a wonderful place and it's got it, it it houses uh and i didn't even realize this the national historic uh vehicle register facility interesting and uh this is it's and it's owned by haggerty and i don't think anybody really realized that it was owned by haggerty up until recently uh haggerty's driver foundation which is their not for profit mm-hmm. uh arm of haggerty that Keeps involvement in different things. And um, the Historic Vehicle Association was formed in 2009. And uh, it's a legislative watchdog helping, you know, making sure that classic cars don't get outlawed. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that they're still going to be – you can still drive them on the street. There's never going to be a time when you can't drive your car. You've invested all this money and then you right. can't drive it because some government regulation says, well, you can't drive a car that mm-hmm. is over 25 years old mm-hmm. or you can't do this or you can't do that. So that was what they came about. And then the register – is endorsed by the U.S. The registry is endorsed by the U.S. Department of uh, uh, Interior, hmm. and it honors cars that are of a historical significance. 
and it could be a, just a historical car, or it could be a specific car that was in a movie that people are you know recognize. The Lamborghini Countach was just recently done that was in Cannonball Run. Okay, right. Uh, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Mm. Uh, I think they've done thirty, but I mean they give you this plaque. They take the car to Allentown. They have a photo booth that's amazing. They take pictures of it. They document it just completely, mm. um, and it's an amazing thing. So if you get a chance, uh, check it out. Um, the the National Historic Vehicle Register, and there's lots of stuff you can read online about it and uh, and find out more about it. Is it open to the public? Or? It is not. It's not open At to the some public. point in time, I think that that is their plan, but they okay. have a beautiful campus with a beautiful lodge and and uh, separate you know buildings that, oh, wow. that one does upholstery, one does body work and metal work, one nice. does me- mechanical, uh, and, it should, and then they have the museum side of it. And Nicola Bagari is known for loving American cars and uh, oddball American cars, four doors. Uh, is he a, an Italian? Uh, yeah, he's an Italian resident, or well, yeah, he's uh, and he's the family is Bulgari Jewelry, uh, which is a pretty big company. I think they sold for you know five point three billion or something. Is that all? So, yeah. So that and it's just, the watches. People are more familiar with the watches. with the watches and and their their logo looks like the the U in Bulgari is a V. So. Oh, okay. No, <clears throat> maybe you're supposed to pronounce it that way because I'm you know I'm from East Tennessee. What do I know, <laughs> what do I know about Bulgari? Well, jewelry? West Tennessee people. <laughs> Know how to yeah, of course, it. those Memphis <laughs> Memphians, uh, they would certainly know how to do it. And probably those guys down south in Chattanooga, <laughs> right? Who uh, we just spoke to uh, our buddy Corky Coker yesterday in Chattanooga, and he's promised he's going to be on the show. So I'm I'm goading you now, Corky, to uh, to be on the show, and uh, we'll talk cars and have you on our Zoom meeting thing, and so we can see and yeah. Have fun with you and all He's that great. great stuff. He's a great guy and great ambassador to the hobby. For uh, sure. In the SEMA Hall of Fame, father started Coker Tire. Uh, he sold out a few years ago, has Honest Charlie's Speed Shop now. Mm-hmm. And uh, a neat place down in Chattanooga. If you've never been, go check it out. His museum is there, and then the speed shop is connected to it. And uh, they make wood wheels. Wood there. wheels. Yeah, wow. spoke, wood spoke mm-hmm. wheels. You know, that's a dying art right there. It is a dying art. And I this is another – not to keep – Pumping classic automobile, but if you want to see wooden spokes and how they were on right. vehicles, that come here because we have the the barn finds, obviously, and sure. some of those are on wood wheels, and it's just fascinating. Well, how about tires that have no yeah. air in them? They're right. solid, solid tires, either solid steel or solid rubber tires right. or solid wood, um, which is tough on traction. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have just a few horsepower if you're trying to uh, on solid tires. My son uh, doesn't understand much about cars, Marshall, and uh, he is convinced that tires need to be solid rubber. And, right. And he does not understand why. And I said, well, because of the ride, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. So, I mean, if you've ever uh, had, like, when you have a Mini Cooper, they come with run flats, right. which is like a solid, it's almost like a solid <laughs> rubber tire. Because it will run even when flat. Right. Because the sidewalls are, sol- are solid. Right. But it is not fun. Well, it's like, you know, tires in general are not fun, especially around this part of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these, I don't know why they put these thin tires on an, my wife's SUV. Really? Thin tires. You hit one of those turnbuckles on the interstate or the turnpike and mm. that you can feel the tread separate. And now it feels like you're hydroplaning in the dry. So thank you, whoever has anything to do with that. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, we can't. Have it all, and you know that with the with a race with a sports car, you expect the low profile tires, but on right. SUVs, I yeah, don't no. quite understand it. I don't it doesn't, either. Doesn't make a whole lot. Meanwhile, but, meanwhile, fix the pothole. <laughs> it's pothole season here in Pennsylvania. It is pothole season, including in our parking lot. <laughs> we Watch have a, out! We have a few par- potholes. They happen, and of course, we you know it's not that we don't want to fix them. We just want to wait till it's not cold anymore, right? So that it doesn't. 
disrupt. Yeah, even we, though we're in late March, there's potential for a freeze. Well, oh, tomorrow, think, yeah. think tomorrow night, 20, yeah, right. 20 degrees. 22 so. degrees tomorrow. And I'm, I thank God I didn't put my firewood away. <laughs> I took most of the snow tires off cars, <laughs> but we still have a few remnants. Right. So we're, we're well, good. but you got a Subaru all the way Yeah, drive, yep, so, that's so, right. You know, exactly. Which, is, which screams car guy, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Haggerty just posted something. I saw this. Uh, five Japanese cars almost nobody cares about but should. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them is pretty easy to guess, and that's the MR2. Or the Mister Two, huh. uh, which is an interesting little car. Those yeah. are uh, uh, 2000 to 2005 Toyota MR2 Spider. They're really fun little cars, almost like a Miata ish yep, car. They are small. <laughs> They're not super powerful. They remind me of the X19. Actually, uh, yeah, better sort of shape. Uh-huh, better, uh, better, uh, an, uh, you know, uh, likeness than that than a Miata. Miata right. is a whole different animal. Yep. But it's interesting, you know. Haggerty does these uh, uh, the Mazda Protege Five. Love them. Uh, what was the oh the Mazda the six wagon. Yep. Yeah, that was a cool car. People don't understand car guys' affliction for wagons. It's it's a hot item right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I had a Volvo 850 turbo wagon. I love that thing. Well, you know who else had those? Paul Newman and David. Oh, Lerman. is that right? They had high performance Volvo oh, wagons. The, the, the R probably. <laughs> well, and I mean, I think they were skunk, skunk worked. Skunk worked. <laughs> so, but uh, but anyway, when we talk about we'll talk uh, when we talk about when, when we, we return, <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about how to consign your car at Classic Auto Mall. Okay. How to you know how to prepare it. Uh, let it, you know how to set up shipping. All the different things that we do here. So we'll try to cover those bases when we return uh, back in just a few minutes. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 
And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast live from the Classic Auto Mall studios in downtown Morgantown, Pennsylvania. My special guest, Steve Safir. Hello. Uh, who's the producer of the CAM podcast, the co-host of the podcast, a car specialist here at CAM, <laughs> and founder of Car Smarts Radio. So I don't know what he does in his spare time. but uh, Oh, boy. <laughs> well. Hey, if you know a good potential guest for us, send me an email. If you got somebody who'd be interesting to be on the show, podcast at classicautomall.com. If you're friends with somebody cool, hip, or famous, or somebody that's you know knows about cars uh you know give us a shout out let us know we'd love to have them on the show we've got some great guests lined up we've been talking to a lot of famous in the car world people and uh, we hope to uh, get some of them on uh, here in the uh, near future uh, i have a mia culpa we talked about it off air but uh there was a, so i'm not going to mention the name of the band or the person but apparently somebody was here lives in pennsylvania mm-hmm. i never heard of the band right <laughs> So, but and then imagine I, that I went to everybody else and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's that's so and so band." And that like, happens to me all damn, the time. Damn, I wish I would have. That happens to me all the time. Uh, right. Like I have no idea who that person is. <laughs> I can't even watch the Grammys anymore. Right? I have oh. No idea who's on there or who who do a lip is <laughs> or Megan the is it the or they or the right. stallion? I don't know. I don't the. know the the. Thanks, the. Ethan. Well, mm-hmm. good thing we've got the twenty something here. I don't even so. know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> jabber jabber jabber. No, I mean, I don't recognize any of that. I know. I don't either. So so uh, we're talking about – let's see if I can keep from doing that again. We're talking about, uh, before we went to break, uh, the how-to segment of, of uh, how to how to do things here at mm-hmm. uh, Classic Auto Mall. And one of them is how to consign your car. Right. How do you do that? Do you just just show up and, and the car consign – no, no. What we do is uh, – normally the process is, is somebody will either come here to the mall uh, to kind of check it out and see if they feel comfortable with their mm-hmm. car being here or they'll call us on the phone and uh, we tell them the process, how it works. Uh, there's no upfront fees to consign your car here. There's no monthly fee to consign your car here. We only get paid when the car sells, just like real estate. And uh, so people will call up or come here and we'll give them all the paperwork to fill out. We we found this out during the pandemic that it made more sense for people to either fill out the paperwork at home, send it to them via email mm-hmm. or fax, if you will, uh, or take the paperwork home with them from here and fill it out because – if you bring your car here and you sit down at the table and you try to remember everything about your car and mm-hmm. all the history of it and all that and feeling the pressure and an hour and a half later you're still sitting here, that's not a good use of your time and, and, and it's not a good use of our time. So we send you the paper ahead of time or send you home with the paperwork. You fill it out at your leisure. You remember, oh, yeah, you know what? I remember I did this to the car because what we want to know is everything you know about the car in order to sell it. Because the more we know, the more we're going to sell it. So we want to know when it was restored, who it was owned by, where it came from, how is it maintained, what awards has it won, what engine does it have in it, what transmission, are they all original, does it have documentation, do you have receipts? Um, we want to know everything because the more we know, the more we can sell your car. And and we can't always just, you know, we get people who literally will say, well, tell me about your car. Well, it's red. <laughs> and uh, it's got a four speed. Okay. All right then. So there's there's our whole description right there. I mean, we write 10, 11 paragraphs on each car. And right. and and contrary to what people believe, our first paragraph is the only generic one. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of places that will write a description of a car will have four or five page paragraphs of generic right. meaning about the mark or the mm-hmm. model or the something, something they pull about from it. Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> the Wikipedia that you have to yep. uh, delete some of the stuff that's on there. But 
but what we want to what we do is we talk about the car itself, the interior, the exterior, the undercarriage, the drivability, um, you know, the history that we know of, everything that we can know, and we tell good and bad. Uh, we we do our best to try to tell everything possible. So. You sign your car. You fill out the paperwork. You bring your car to us here. Uh, you can bring it, you know, perfectly clean and detailed, uh, and we'll put it, you know, right into the photo booth. And uh, when it's turn and when it's its turn, and and take the pictures and put it up on the lift and take the undercarriage pictures, mm-hmm. put it on the floor. If it needs a bath, uh, we have a detailer on site uh, for a nominal charge. It's not a profit center for us. It's just a more of a convenience and a service to our clients. Mm-hmm. And if you need help getting the car here, if you need it shipped or whatever, we can help them make arrangements for that. And uh, so how do you prepare your car for consignment? Well, make sure it's clean. <laughs> That's And make sure it's clean in places that you do, aren't obvious, mm-hmm. you know, underneath. And, and if you've got to get a hose and get up underneath it a little bit. Or if you need us to do it, again, we can do it. But, but you want to have your car presented in the most perfect light you can put it in. And the other thing is that when there's extra items that go with the car, there's a car cover, there's tools, there's um, books and manuals. We ask you to bring that with the car when you bring it so we can advertise it properly that it has that. But we take all that stuff out of the car and put it in. We have a property room. It's numbered, locked, uh, mm-hmm. secure, and we put all the property with the tag on it that's, you know, stock number and mm-hmm. one of five boxes, two of five boxes, three of five boxes, so on and so forth. Because when you're looking at a car, you don't want to open the car of a, the trunk of a car when you're looking at it and a bunch of stuff's in there and you can't pull the mat up to look underneath Mm -hmm. it or you can't really see the car. So, um, so bring all that stuff with you when you can sign the car. Bring the car to us. There's no, you don't have to make an appointment. You can bring it here when we're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, nine to five, uh, Wednesday, nine to eight, and Saturdays, nine to noon. And, uh, and, and as long as you've sent the paperwork ahead of time, the process is pretty smooth. We can be, you can be in and out in 15 minutes. Uh, and, and, you know, because you've got all that done ahead of time, we do a quick walk around on the car, make sure there's nothing that, uh, is glaring. And then once we, we ascertain the car, we'll take it for a test drive around the parking lot and if we determine anything is you know from a safety issue or something that that needs fixed we'll give you a call and, and discuss it with you and and make an educated decision based on the facts and uh, sometimes we say let's don't fix it and we'll just advertise the car that way or sometimes we'll say you know what this is something you really need to fix and will be a, a benefit in long term uh, to fix it so um, so and and then if you buy a car from us uh, how do you get it home mm-hmm. how do you get it home? <laughs> how do you get it home if you don't drive it yeah if you don't drive it uh we get guys all the time will say well, i bought a car from me if if i buy this car from me will it make it home to florida <laughs> well i might i don't know hard to know it's hard to know that answer because most of these cars have not been driven long distances right. in a long period of time they're either really low mileage late model cars mm-hmm. meaning newer cars mm-hmm. or they're you know 1950s cars that that haven't been driven more than 15 or 20 miles in, in at any one time and maybe get a thousand miles miles a year put on them now you're going to drive it to florida it's yes it probably would make it and it's no it's not a testament to the car's capabilities that it will or won't make it to florida Mm -hmm. that means nothing and so it's just not a smart thing to do. You're in an unfamiliar car that you've never driven that doesn't have all the modern conveniences of a new car. That you know the steering is looser, the brakes are not as good as a modern car, the suspension doesn't have airbags. Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. Don't drive it five or six hundred miles the first time that you get in it. Get it home, trailered home, whether you trailer it yourself, whether you have somebody trailer it for you, your buddy, or you hire some company, and drive it around in your comfortable environment to get used to it in a parking lot and that kind of thing. So, uh, and then, uh, can you finance these classic cars? 
Yeah, you'd be surprised how many people. Money's cheap right now. Mm-hmm. For now, no. yeah, for, for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, not even then. So by the time you hear this, this may be bad information. <laughs> or if you're listening to it a year from now, yeah, yeah on Spotify or right. Apple Play or whatever, yep. uh, Google Play or whatever. Yeah, this could be bad news. So let's, we should put a disclaimer on every show that everything that we say may or may not be tr- still true. Um, but people finance cars, believe yep. it or not. Yep. So uh, that's a big industry. Uh, we have a lot of people who finance cars, and and most of the guys who finance the cars literally will tell you. Look, I can afford the car. I can I can pay you cash for the car. Right. If this is if they ever run into a snag, maybe they've got something on their credit report that they didn't know about. Maybe there's something that's hanging it up. Maybe there's for whatever reason it's not happening. And sometimes a guy will just say, oh, "To heck with it. I'm just going to buy the car. I'll just write you a check." Mm-hmm. And and that and that's fine too. Um, and then uh, what about test driving? Do we allow test driving, Steve? <laughs> yes. You have to come in and fill out paperwork. You have to fill out paperwork. What we say is, look, we're not a bucket list place for you to get to drive the car of your dreams. What we are is if we've come to an agreement, if we've gone through the car with you, if we've completely discussed every aspect of it, we've come to agreement on price, we have a purchase agreement, you've given us a $500 refundable deposit, mm-hmm. and you filled out a form and given us your driver's license, then we'll maybe take you for a ride in the parking lot or let you drive it around in the parking mm-hmm. lot. If we've come to that's the last piece of the puzzle. But we don't do a lot of test drives here. That's not what we do. Uh, a lot of times uh, the car will be test driven by us uh, to give a report to somebody or by a professional license appraisal or inspection company, which I highly recommend. If you're not going to come here to look at the car, hire somebody for three mm-hmm. or $400. Get a third, you know, a third set of eyes, if you will, a, 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 you know, another opinion on the car yep. as well, too. So, um, and, you know, listen, we, what we tell everybody is, is what is your car worth? I don't know. Well, they say, well, you're in the car business. How come you don't know? I don't know what somebody's going to pay for your particular car. Right. Every car is different. We're not dealing with 2018 Toyota Camrys, mm-hmm. all white, all automatics, all have air conditioning, all have 42,972 miles on them. They're not all the same car. These are all different, and some have been restored to different levels and by different people in different ages, and mm-hmm. some are all original and some are not. And just because one sold at XYZ auction or on XYZ online platform means nothing. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. What is your car worth? It's worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. And what's that number? I don't necessarily know that today. I can give you an idea range. Of where a car, where cars similar to this have sold before, but that that really doesn't have any bearing. These are all unique individual pieces that it's really hard to to, to pinpoint uh, what it's worth because at the end of the day. Uh, at, for the first 90 days of your term of your contract, we'll try. You know, if you say, look, I really think it's, we think it's worth 50000 and you think it's worth 60000 well, we'll try it at 60000 Uh And if we don't get any activity and you call me and you say, why is my car not selling? Well, do, do we have great pictures? Yeah. Do we have a great description? Yeah. Do we have it marketed on 75 websites all over the world? Yeah. Hmm. What could be the last piece of that puzzle? <laughs> might be the price. Right. And it might not. Listen, we've mm-hmm. had cars here for two years. Mm-hmm. The guy walks in and just says, I'll take that one at the full asking price <laughs> because it's what he wanted. And he's. we've had guys tell us, look, I have jacked around, jacked around trying to, to buy a car. I've tried to negotiate. It gets bought out from under me. Uh, something happens, and I miss the car, and I'm not going to miss this one. <laughs> so, And if you have the money – 
I, I say that you never pay too much. You just buy too early. Right. <laughs> right. I have a buddy of mine who does that quite often. And uh, so anyway, uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, how to what to expect here uh, when you when you buy a car. Uh, we had a great time at the Philly Auto Show a couple of weeks ago. I saw our buddy Scott Velvet uh, down there, son of the legendary Jimmy Velvet. Jimmy Velvet. Yeah, who was uh, friends of Elvis and had the largest collection of Elvis swag that was uh, ever. And yep. uh, Still has quite a bit of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and Scott is into celebrity cars. He has a celebrity car museum in Branson, Missouri, and he's got he brings celebrity cars to these to the Philly Auto Show, and it's a huge attraction for the kids. And yeah, these are like authentic movie cars that you would see, like like Tomater. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tomater, come on. That's right. And the the uh, the van from Scooby Doo, the Scooby Doo, be doo be doo. That thing's very popular. And and the Dooby Doo, which is next door, but that's the whole. <laughs> thing. Um, I digress. Um, and Scott's always at these car shows, and he's a great guy. And, and uh, if you get a chance to go to Branson, Missouri, uh, check it out. And also, don't forget, we have the indoor swap meet, indoor-outdoor swap meet and car corral here, uh, April the 10th from 8 to 4 p.m. Uh, that's on a, a Sunday, I believe, uh, Paul, hosted by Paul Linkmeyer. Paul mm-hmm. can be reached at uh, 610-430-8432. And, uh, and we've got some other shows coming up as well, too. The Porsche Club, as we mentioned uh, before, we've got, uh, um, you know, just give us a call uh, uh, 610-901-3804 uh, is our phone number here at Classic Auto Mall and uh, they can give you all the information on any shows that are that are current or upcoming and uh, and also let's talk a little bit about our social media stuff too Steve yeah at Classic Auto Mall on TikTok Facebook Instagram and YouTube and that's uh, that's where to find us. That's where to find lots us. Of, lots of fun stuff going on. Yeah, there um, you'll see my smiling face and balding head. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, we will be back next week, hopefully with uh, it may just be me and Steve again. And if you like us, then tune in. And if you don't, well then don't. So <laughs> it's up to you, you know. But uh, we'll uh, we'll be back next week, one way or the other. I hope you all have a great week, and uh, we'll see you down the road. We appreciate your listening to our show today. And don't forget, when you're in southeastern Pennsylvania, come visit us in person. We're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wednesday is our late day, and we're here from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturdays, we're open from 9 a.m. to noon, and we are closed on Sundays. You can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at classicautomall.com. To reach the show, email us at podcast at classicautomall.com. The Classic Automall Podcast is produced by Car Smarts Media. Theme song by the Pat Travers Band. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.